안녕하세요. You're listening to Four from On One podcast. Welcome back to Four from On One podcast, episode thirty-four. We are in the middle of rainy season. It's just the two of us today. Gio, how are you, buddy? Good, man. It's raining cats and dogs right It now. It is. Yeah. I thought last week was the rainy season starting and gone. I was like, oh, we got off lightly this year, but yeah. no, today it just bucketed down. Luckily, like in the morning, I was tempted to ride my bike to school because it was just spitting down. I thought maybe I could um, ride my bike, just wear a rain jacket. I'll be okay. But coming home, I would have got drenched. <laughs> I did ride my bike today. I really, yeah? I brought really? the umbrella though. Um, let's put it this way. By the time I got home, there was no point in even opening up the damn thing. Like everything yeah. was soaked except yeah. my hair and my face. Like I must look like a crazy person just laughing the whole way home because I just yeah. kept telling myself at least my hair and face are dry, and I just I just cracked myself up. As stupid as that sounds. And even here, like there was a bit of a breeze, so my umbrella, like my umbrella's crap. I've had my umbrella oh. for like three years, and it's like small, and I don't usually use umbrellas. Like I always yeah. try to get away without using it. Yeah, and um. It would just blow the umbrella away. So I was drenched. Like the puddles <laughs> in the path were huge. Yeah. And it was just yeah. a waste of time. But I, I'm pretty Super happy soaked. I didn't ride my bike. Like, yeah. yeah. We're supposed to get like rain like, like every single day this next week. Yeah. Well, it's typhoon so think, season. So I think this is rainy season. Yeah. A couple of yeah. weeks. Yeah. Summer is officially here. Officially. <laughs> according to me, since we passed the summer equinox, the summer solstice, yeah. if you will, on the 21st of June. Yeah. Which was my birthday. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about your birthday. That was a good day. I, yeah. I have some regrets from that night, but uh, yeah. let's go through it. Okay. So that day was also my baseball leagues. Um, well, our old baseball, you yeah. came you as know. well. You alumni. I think alumni can say the right word. Alumni. Yeah, can, alumni. Can come back and, sure. can come back and uh, support the league. And um, yeah, so we had our end of season party uh, in soccer. Shinchon. 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 <laughs> yeah, Shinchon. Yep. Well, I don't know what I was going to say, Sokcho. I think because I'm researching Sokcho at the That's moment. That's really far. My summer vacation. Yeah. I wouldn't have gone uh, if it was in Sokcho. <laughs> <laughs> I would not make Shinchon. the five hour drive. <laughs> it's probably like, it's still a good party area, but it's probably what, fourth or fifth on the list of places to go. You got Etaewon, Hongdae, Gangnam. Shinchon's uh, uh, pretty much up there. It's really, it's like right. Yeah. Let's stop over from Hongdae. So all yeah. the college students flock there. It's it's a yeah. hot area. Yeah. It's not far from Hongdae. Yeah. But it's probably fourth on the party areas. <laughs> uh, yeah. But there's also, yeah, it's a great fun area. Um, they had a bit of a French festival going on. We're going to talk about birthdays. We're going to talk about Gio being a father and talking about Father's Day and my father. So we've got a few topics to cover this podcast here in Korea. Yes. Uh, Gio. So the birthday. You came and joined me at three o'clock. I think we started drinking at three o'clock. You guys started pretty early. I, I got to just like yeah. around like two thirty ish, and because the event yeah. officially started at three, and yeah. then uh, from there, once everybody started to come, we just kept drinking, drinking yeah. some more, and yeah. when the food started to roll out, I was like, "Thank goodness," because I I'm uh, I'm drinking on an empty stomach and I was feeling a little woozy, um, yeah. from all the birthday shots. And then afterward, that's that's when the fun started to happen. Because yeah, afterward, yeah. we left around maybe six o'clock, and I thought, all right, let's get some semel shikdang, which is you know my favorite uh, Korean restaurant of all time. And my buddy Jeffrey talked about that too. Uh, but it's basically our favorite place. But I remember just being so full. 
from the food that we just had, but I thought I have to have it anyway because we don't have them in Ilsan anymore since they closed down. Um, so from there, after our dinner, we decided to take it to a norebang, to the karaoke room. God knows the last mm. time I was ever at a norebang. I don't remember. It was like two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you. And it it's started with like a small group. There was probably like, what, four or five of us. And then it grew yeah. to like eight or nine people. It was just kind of yeah, like, whoa, uh, if you guys saw the photo on Instagram, they're, they're hilarious. Like there's one of you, Keith, <laughs> well, I shared it with like, you're like shouting into the mic. Like you look so angry. Like you're so into the song. It's like, ah, it's hilarious. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I used to be really shy. Like when I first, like even on cruise ships, we did karaoke sometimes. I never sang. Like, oh, okay. and then my first Neurobung here, like it was just me and my coworker and like a couple of Korean teachers. We went and did it. I'm like, no, no, I'm not good at singing. No, no, no. Yeah, no, just let rip just give yeah. it a go but let's let's the barbecue the barbecue was really good actually like as like you i wasn't hungry but um i miss barbecue because i'm living solo here there's a lot of good barbecue joints here in um nam yonju but it's a bit hard to go to a barbecue restaurant alone have you ever gone to a barbecue restaurant alone can't no, go in a barbecue restaurant sad, alone sad yeah it's sad, it? it's sad no because they, they turn you away because they tell you to bring more people in yeah it's a lot for one person yeah it's a mm. shame that they still kind of have that even if you want to pay for two people they still give you yeah. the look. i'll pay yeah. for two three people but yeah they're like no adios muchacho yeah i actually before um drinking i saw taco bell because hokjun told us that taco bell's gone and i was like oh there's taco bell because yeah. I saw some ads on uh, Instagram and I went in and I just got one shrimp taco. What a waste of money. Like, sorry. I'm sure there might be other good Taco Bell options, but five bucks for two fake, I'm not going to say fake, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't yeah. worth the money. I should have just waited or probably get a better meal. But Pseudo shrimp. So yeah. There is Taco Bell here in Korea and I'm not saying it's bad. I just had one <laughs> shrimp taco. And it didn't feel. They're gonna come find you, Keith. They're gonna come find you now. (laughs) Like, oops. You don't want to sponsor us, Taco Bell? Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, and the Neurobung, same with you. Like for two years, I haven't done Neurobung for like, oh, forever. It was so much fun. It was quite a good vibes all around. Like it was down in Sinchon, and it was up on the third level or fourth level. It's big, big uh, Neurobung. Yeah, it was pretty big. We had a pretty big room. Mm. And the food, they brought food in. I can't remember the last time I actually had food in the Nordibong. The food just mm. kept coming because I think we had to pay extra for that. But it was yeah, really good stuff. Lot, Even though we yeah. were eating and drinking all night, they just kept bringing it in. It was really, really delicious. Yeah, we have to talk to Hokjun how it all works because I've done that in Daejeon. In Daejeon, we'd go to a baseball game in Daejeon. Yeah. We'd go to this Nordibong. The first time, I don't know if I paid or I don't know what happened, but I was like, that was awesome. That was amazing. And then the second time we went back there again, and was like, oh, that's very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> the ramen, we got the uh, bingsu, we got the all the side dishes and big pots of beers. And that's yeah. sort of same as what happened in Sinchon. And then later, I left some money on the table and Hokjun sent us the bill. It got quite expensive, yeah. It got, yeah, pretty expensive. I was surprised I got a bill as a birthday boy. It was the first time I ever had to pay anything on my <laughs> birthday. And I was very surprised, but it must be a Korean thing. But yeah, I remember you left a couple of bucks on the table. Yeah. 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 Well, what, what songs did you sing that night? Do you remember? Dear God, I always start with Michael Jackson. Yeah. And I think I busted out a little bit of Backstreet Boys. I try to keep it 90s. And yeah. I remember singing a little bit of, I don't think it was Queen. It was um, Journey. Because I remember by the end mm. of the night, my voice was shot. 
it was mm. it was gone i thought yeah, all right I, time for me to head out it was very random throughout my selections i always got a core of like five songs i can sing yeah because i'm not very good at singing but <laughs> i don't know the words of songs even like uh, uh bon jovi living on a prayer i love that song and every yeah. time i choose that song i'm like I don't know the words. <laughs> I don't know these words. Like I don't know what I'm doing. Even I like <laughs> I love that song, and I think yeah. I, like I know the chorus and I pump the chorus up, and then it goes through the the non-chorus bits. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I don't know these words. But, yeah. uh, I think I did Wonderwall. I did a Blink One Eight Two song, maybe all the small things. That's right. I did yep, a Titanic song. I, I finished on the Titanic song. Oh, that's think- right. You did do that. My heart will go on. <laughs> that's right. And then I made a runner and. That's my regret. I regret I should have just stayed the night. I think I hocked John offered me his place. Cause you I should left. have stayed. Because you and yeah, I left at the I same left, time, like 11.20-ish. I left 10 minutes too late or 20 minutes too late because I caught my train, what a normal train, and it stopped halfway. It was always going to stop there, but I thought I could get a bus or something or a cacao taxi. It was dead. Like I couldn't get a cacao taxi. I couldn't Ooh. get um, a bus. So I walked for an hour and then eventually I got... <laughs> came across you the red, a red bus hour? line and eventually got home that's a well, long got to, time yeah and then i caught, caught the bus for like 30 minutes and then i had to catch a taxi it was a disaster not a disaster but i was i was sort of happy i got home because i heard those boys party to like five o'clock in the morning that's what i heard but yeah. um yeah mm-hmm. i regret not staying out that night yeah Ooh. yeah good to know that for me like i always thought the public transport does stop at pretty early time like 12 o'clock one o'clock on a saturday night but there are buses there are night buses but they're not the usual buses finding these stops is um use neighbor and it does tell you the details but um, that's what i did i jumped on my bus like i was drunk and very confused what to do yeah i even thought about like trying to rent one of those scooters like the government oh my god you're gonna take one of those right there all the way home from i was so confused (laughs) how to get home and i was like i'll just walk home yeah one stage i was like i'll just get a hotel i'll get any hotel i don't care how much it costs yeah and um yeah it was a bit of a you went through like seven stages of like anger and stuff like that but the next day i was happy i was home because yeah yeah i I don't uh, like i don't like i like I don't like sleeping at someone's house. And then I usually always wake up first and I'm yeah. like, Oh, what do I do? What do yeah. I do? And like, I could just, I'm sure Hock Chung wouldn't care, but I could just left his house and go get breakfast and leave. But, yeah. you know, like I always feel weird staying at someone's house. Like you used to catch a thing. Yeah. Yes, you of course. Find that weird staying. Yeah. I mean, a little bit, but um, I've, I've always just had positive experiences because every morning they kind of wake up, like leave a note. Cause it'd be like multiple people. Sometimes it wouldn't be just me. It'd be like, host yeah. like hosting like three four people so we kind of yeah. just get up lounge make some coffee make breakfast for everybody and just kind of sit and chat and talk about the night before it just really depends yeah. um but i didn't have any of the drama that you went through like dear god like i left i uh, if anything i was lost maybe like two minutes because i just had to get my bearings down and once i found which way was east i ran to the bus stop and hopped on as it pulled up and it was about maybe a 30 to 40 minute bus ride I remember sitting yeah. right in the front row and I actually, I passed out. Like I was lucky. Like I woke up just the negative time, just as we were arriving at my stop. So mm. I got home just after midnight, but I didn't have a hangover the following morning. So I was just kind yeah. of like, all right. So yeah. I think we said this tip before, if you're here in Seoul, especially if you're in the outskirts of Seoul or Gyeonggi provinces, I'll find out what the last train, they've actually jacked up the last train time. I saw it between 12 and one or like, Buses 12 to 1, but it used to be a lot shorter than that. 
Yeah. Um, I find out because you got two options, three options. Party all night. Mm-hmm. Go to a hotel, ginger bung. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. My old ass would just be at a hotel. I, I'm way too, <laughs> way too old to stay up until right, the sun comes let's up. Let's talk about you're a father. And yeah. in America, it's Father's Day. In Australia, it's in September, but in That's America, right. it's Father's Day. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Saturday was in the birthday. Sunday is, no, no, Parents Day. Remember, it's in May. Uh, yeah, they do everything right. in May, the family month. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the following day, that's why I didn't want to get too buck wow because I knew I wanted to be uh, be alive on Sunday on Father's Day yeah. to spend with my family. Um, so yeah, if there are any fathers out there, especially American dads, I want to take this day to say happy belated Father's Day to you all. You are awesome and you rock. Uh, Sunday morning was wonderful. We woke up at a de- well, I woke up at a decent time. Um, we all kind of just slept until about yeah. nine o'clock, and then we I took the girls out for uh, brunch. Well, the children too, not just girls, Gianna too. I <laughs> uh, took the family out for brunch. Mm-hmm. We went to our favorite place called Like Like, not too far from our place. And the weather wasn't really that nice. It wasn't really sunny or anything. So afterward, we just went back home. We ordered uh, two inflatable pools online. And so we kind of just blew them up in our backyard and kind of just went swimming. Kept it very chill. Mm. Yeah, that was my father's After this day. rainy season, you're going to want those pools. It's going to get very humid, yeah. Yeah. I, I almost jumped in my yeah. pool today. Like, I was just yeah. soaked in sweat already and just drenched from the rain. I just thought, the hell with it. Let me just go out there and just sit in the pool for a little bit. When he says his pool, it's not a big, massive pool. It's a little inflatable. It's literally 140 <laughs> centimeters across. Yeah. A kiddie pool. Yeah. That, that might add $10,000 to your apartment, by the way. <laughs> that pool. That's, yeah. It's, it's really nice. Property. <laughs> takes a lot just to fill it up it's gonna jack up my water bill if anything <laughs> is there any traditions like growing up in your in america in chicago you did for father's day or well growing up in the 90s my brother and i would always uh chip in some money and get my dad a tie he was working at corporate america he's a tie, still, a tie yeah he yeah. still does to this day every father's day would always be a tie get a tie for dad every father's day and a little card I'll make tie or like you try to be fashionable tie or I think a little bit of both I think for the <laughs> most part they were kind of fashionable the stripe the polka dots whatever matched I don't think it was too comical and then yeah. the older we got you know once we started getting jobs making our own money the more we realized what our dad's interests were we would get him like little toys because he would always like those little like RC you know the RC cars or a little RC helicopters just little things just to fly around those are kind of like his hobbies he really enjoys those so last year, I got him in one of those helicopters for him to fly around. Nice. Yeah. What yeah. do you do for your dad? Like, so as you are saying, like in Korea, they do Parents' Day. So it's not Mother's Day, Father's Day, it's Parents' Day. In Australia, our Mother's Day actually was the same day as your Mother's Day, but mm-hmm. our Father's Day is the first weekend in September. I think, unless it's been changed. <laughs> Which wouldn't surprise <laughs> Who knows? me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, in Australia, I remember as a kid in primary school, every mother's day and father's day they set up a little fate a little fair in the school hall and we get like five dollars and go buy something for our mother that and um, okay that's what i used to do like there used to be some arts and crafts maybe some Mm -hmm. locals that made these arts and crafts donated them or got a deal whatever and we used to buy them nothing really amazing (laughs) yeah but uh yeah well any great memories your father like what do you have any memories with your father that you want to give to your kids? One stands out. 
Um, well, this one actually happened recently. I'll start with this one because it's the most memorable one. Um, yeah. It was actually the time that I surprised my family that the, the day we announced that they were actually going to be grandparents. This one yeah. will always, always be in my mind. So I'm one for surprises. I'm not sure if I told you the story, but it was actually on Mother's Day. Um, yeah. I got my mom this, uh, this fake scratching lottery ticket that when you mm. match, you, you scratch the grand prize, but in the grand prize, it has the announcement, we're having a baby, right? So as she's talking, we're yeah. at this little Italian restaurant in Chicago and sitting on the patio, it's a beautiful day. I'm like, hey, mom, happy Mother's Day. Here's this little card, has a little scratching ticket. So we're talking, she scratches it. And as it's starting to reveal the message little by little, the entire time she keeps shouting, no, 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 this is amazing. <laughs> so she stands up and starts crying. And then I stand up and I shout, you're going to be a grandma, like that, right? And the whole restaurant <laughs> just starts to applaud us, right? And so my mom starts crying. She runs over, gives me a big hug. And then look over at my dad. And my dad hasn't moved, mm. right? He's sitting there, just sitting still. And I've only seen my dad cry maybe two times my entire life. The first yeah. was when I actually left to Korea 10 years ago, but he didn't really cry. Like he just, he stood there. My mom was crying. He just kind of stood there because he had to be the short one. And I remember he kind of just like shook my hand and just gave me a hug, but didn't say anything. He just kind of stayed silent. You could kind of see the tears building in his eyes, just kind of like when you get the knot in your throat. So that counts as crying. Yeah. And then the second time was this moment. So he's sitting there and then he takes off his glasses, places them on the table and he just takes his, his palms and just puts them over his eyes. And he just sits there. Mm. And I thought, wow, he's crying. Yeah. Like this is a, a moment. And then he comes back and his eyes are all red and he says, nothing in life matters anymore except this child. Like, every little thing that we worried about means nothing anymore. Like yeah. this changes, he says, this changes everything. And yeah, and then we celebrated. But growing up as a kid, mm. though, as far as like memories of my dad, like he taught us like so many things. Like the biggest thing I always kind of lived with, he says, whenever you're faced with decision in life, you know, I'm not always going to be there, but just remember my voice in the back of your head. Like, is this a good decision, right? Is this something you're going to regret and face many consequences down the road? Like always make sure that I, like you're Jiminy Cricket, like I'm your conscience in the back of your head right yeah and i kind of lived through that like all right if i'm gonna do something stupid what would my dad think god forbid if i ever got arrested like my dad would be the first thing i think of like oh my god he's gonna kill me like what have i done but i never really had to i never really got in trouble with the law nothing like that i've always kind of stayed on the straight and narrow path yeah so yeah yeah my dad's saying like i remember my dad he worked hard like he worked very hard he would mm -hmm. leave in the morning before we got up He'd get home in the nighttime. Yeah. And like we used to, I used to, me and my brother, and there's quite a big gap to my youngest brother and sister. So you, for majority of the time, it's just me and my brother, two siblings, mm -hmm. two kids. Yeah. And he worked hard. And I used to play a lot of sports. I played soccer, hockey, baseball, tennis. And mom used to transport us around. And then dad, uh, on Saturday, sometimes he would have to work all Saturday or sometimes he didn't. And whenever he got the Saturday off, let's go to the park and kick the ball. We go to the park, so it was always awesome to spend time with my dad. I didn't never appreciated how hard my dad worked. Like he mm. works six days hard, even on the Sunday. Sometimes he worked as an accountant, as uh, working for others. So he yeah. always had to do what he was told. And he worked his butt off, and he got us a good house. They actually built the house. Actually, a um, couple of months before I was born, I was the oldest, and they built this house in a new suburb in southern Sydney. 
Okay. And, um, yeah, so I'm very proud of what my dad did for our family. And um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he, he was always a good man and um, he never smoked, never did drugs. He drank and I drank. So yeah. I've never smoked, <laughs> I've never done drugs and I drink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't like Vegemite. I don't like Vegemite. So I've copied my dad a lot on a lot of things. So um, nice. it's funny. But any sort of, uh, as you, maybe because we're teachers as well, we've experienced a lot of kids in our lives and um, anything that you want to like, any rule, not rules or traits you want to pass on to your kids, like this is what you have to do or what maybe you should do or do you have anything in mind? Cleanliness. Cleanliness. <laughs> Can you teach Being me that clean. one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, my dad, super clean, very yeah. clean, a little beyond OCD. Yeah. Um, I want to say mental illness, but everything really just has, he's very anal about certain things, the way things are done. And I, yeah. I'm the same way. I'm an exact carbon copy of my dad. I see it with Sophie. Like she cleans up after herself. She helps nice. around the house. She helps clean. She's very conscious of those things. And that's all. As long as she's a good person, she treats people well, fairly, doesn't look down upon anybody, doesn't feel like she's above anybody else. That's, that's all I can do. For my children. you think that's easier like the cleanliness of a kid cleaning up their toys because i asked the kids like we always one of our english topics is always chores and do you clean sure. up your toys in australia like i don't know what you lived in but in australia we had houses big houses yeah um it's just a common thing so you oh, can have a you. playroom, playroom <laughs> and there's just toys yeah. everywhere um so i didn't clean them up like the toys would just stay out there for a while that wouldn't be a lot of my house but but Korean apartments they're so small you have to clean up after this like the kids have to, like that's you'd be surprised your living room that's your no <laughs> you'd be surprised yeah I've seen some messy yeah. places to where the kids toys dominated the house it's like who yeah. lives here the kid or the parents who's in charge get that kid he walks now tell him to go pick up his toys and put them away what are you <laughs> doing you're letting them walk all over you it starts with the parents kid yeah it starts with the parents. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm strict when it comes to that. Even my kids at school, after they finish yeah. their lunch, I don't clean those tables. I don't clean the chairs and the floor. They clean it. They keep our classroom tidy. They know better now. We've got and what about, what about with your daughter and son being obviously your wife's Korean and you're uh, American, speaking yeah. English? How do you guys? What's your sort of philosophy with the languages? Do you want them to learn both, or how how does that go? So well, you don't speak that's, Korean. So that's an excellent that. question. So when yeah. Sophie was born uh, in the States back in 2018, So Young only spoke Korean. Yeah. Sophie, right? Because she yeah. knew in our home she would only be speaking Korean because every time she left, whether she go to the store with our family, my parents, English was just going to be everywhere. Well, now yeah. vice versa. Now we're here. We only speak English at home with our children. Mm. Sophie speaks Korean at school with my mm. in-laws wherever she goes outside. So that's what kind of our philosophy. Best language at the moment. Like what she looked dominant at. See, that's what I thought. I thought I thought that Sophie's Korean was like great because obviously I don't know any. So I think it sounds, yeah. you know, flawless. Sewing always mm -hmm. explains that Sophie's English is maybe a little bit stronger. There's sometimes well, she'll speak Korean, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. But especially at school, at her little auto Egypt, like she feels I guess more comfortable speaking English. And I guess when students kind of speak Korean to her, she doesn't really want to respond. So that's kind of something we work on. I know when I spoke with other dads who are living here with Korean wives, they kind of do one parent, one language concept. 
where the dad will only speak English yeah. and the mom will only speak Korean. But we don't want to do that. We like our system. Yeah. We think Sophie's just fine the way she is. Yeah, she's quite young. How old is she? She's, she's three. Four. She's three. three. She'll yeah, be four so in December. Young. Oh, yeah. She's got yeah. plenty of time. Yeah. And she's so I've smart. met like some such clever kids, when I was, especially when I was ski instructing and also at work on cruise ships. Like, I've had kids that learned four or five languages by three, four years old. Like, oh, yeah. some Russian kids that learned German, French, English, Russian, and they yeah. could speak all these. They don't play over there, man. They oh, my God. Burn. So, yeah. so impressed. Or and like, I've, poly, tried, poly I've tried to. Yeah. I've tried to learn German. I've tried to learn Spanish, like all in my older generation. Because in school, I don't know what it was like in America. In school, we did a little bit of Italian once every month in elementary school, I think. And oh, then okay. in high school, I did learn a bit of German. We do maybe one or two lessons a week or a um, fortnight, two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I did German up until 10, year 10, maybe a little bit of term of French. And term. But language wasn't, I didn't pick a language to be a dominant subject. Yeah. So I didn't learn it. So when I went into Germany in my 20s and tried to learn Spanish because I had a couple of uh, ex-Spanish girlfriends, so I tried to learn Spanish there. Okay, um, Casanova. Nice. Failed, failed, oh, failed, okay. failed. <laughs> and out here in Korea, I'm failing too. So yeah, <laughs> if I was to have kids, uh, they definitely, I want them to learn that second language early in their life. Yeah. I don't know. It depends, obviously, what, who, what nationality they're your significant other would be yeah yeah, yeah. I find that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh but also I, I don't know spanish or italian one of those ones because they seem to cross across many languages like spanish yeah. you can do portuguese italian romanian what's that latin yeah. branch is it not it all comes from yeah latin, those yeah. Are, yeah or if you want to be very savvy maybe chinese because then or mandarin or something because yeah good luck with that the, that's where the ma- that's, money uh, is that's where the money is that's what about what about sports or interest are you trying to push any interest onto your kids sophie really like ever since have you ever seen west side story the original one i know what it is i've never seen it yeah okay well as you if you didn't know they came out with another one the more recent one 2021 and she is just obsessed with the song uh, america if you know that one Mm -hmm. But there's a wonderful dance sequence in it. And every single time that we watch YouTube, she wants to watch that dancing over and over again. So she'll run to her room, throw on her dress, and she just starts dancing and tries to get uh, the choreography down. And so I tell yeah. someone, like, why don't we just put her like in dance school? Like, I would love for her to be a dancer. If that's what she wants to do, pursue it. I'm not going to be one of those dads that's just going to force my kid to do things because I want them to do it. You know, I would yeah. as a kid, I would have loved to have learned an instrument. You know, I would love to learn the piano or even the trumpet. I think that would have been amazing. Even mm-hmm. learning like even the guitar, just something. I wish we did some extracurricular activities. I did sports just like you. I did I did volleyball. I did field and track in high school. I had a blast with that. But I kind of wish yeah. I, I took on more. But I actually, I don't know about you. I started working early. I, st- I think I had my first job when I was 15 or 16 years old. So I was balancing high school sports and a job. But uh, yeah. I was, I was a busy kid. I was always hungry just to kind of grow up and make my own money at an early age. So that's for my dad pushing, you know, hard work. Start for well, about We're so young and I know with the Korean kids, you ask them, they all want to be doctors or dentists oh, yeah. or, or K-pop stars. Yeah. Or YouTubers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but their parents want them to be doctors or high profile jobs what about you guys do you have a job that you want your daughter to be or son to be not really i, I don't know i mean Gianno's only what 70 days old 
only knows Goo Goo Gaga, if that. <laughs> I, I wish them both well. I, I, I would, I don't know, if anything, I'd like, Sophie's such a, a people person. I could see her doing anything with like, like tourism, or like a mm. concierge, or maybe a diplomat, something that she could travel, especially she could be fluent in both languages. She's, yeah, she's very friendly. She can talk to anybody. She's not afraid of strangers. She says hello to everybody. Anytime you go outside, you know, I have that little uh, seat for her on my bike, the front of my bike. And people yeah. just see her, they just adore, like, oh, yeah, Buddha, hello. They were trying to talk to her. Mm-hmm. She just kind of waves back and smiles. So she's got, she's got to have mm-hmm. charisma, this girl. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, yeah, definitely learning language is cool. Like, yeah. I've already I've said it many times. My, it's my biggest regret the last five years here in Korea. I've already, like, I'm going to Vietnam in October. I've already started watching some YouTube videos about Vietnam for words and stuff because I don't want to make the same mistake again. Um, I'm not saying I'm leave it. I'm not going to live in Vietnam, but at least want to know like what spicy is, what pork is, what chicken yeah. is. You got to know. You don't want to be that tourist who just goes and just assumes everybody speaks English. You know, that's why they don't like people like, and like Exactly. Well, yeah. keep in mind, they actually have a menu for foreigners and one for the locals. Yeah. With, with but the best spices. places probably don't have the English stuff there. Yeah. Same here in Korea. Don't Korea. go to the best places. You got to go to the hole in the walls. <laughs> don't go yeah. to the tourist places. Or yeah, befriend like, a local. That's what I would always do. I'd always befriend a local every single mm-hmm. time. And always get the local discounts. With sports, like if I was to have kids, or if I could do my life again, um, yeah. I played too many sports, and when I should have picked a sport, like maybe, you know, all the sports I was good at, but not great at. Like tennis, I was pretty good at. Soccer, I was okay at. Hockey, I was pretty good at, and it's quite in Australia, it's quite a big sport. But mm-hmm. uh, I needed to focus. So if I was to have a kid and they get to that age, I'd be like. What I think my dad did try to tell me this, like you need to focus on one sport, but I just like playing all the sports and um, I should have just picked one and just focused on one. Um, so yeah, that's probably one little regret of my childhood is not picking one sport and focusing on it. Hmm. Yeah. So if I have a kid, I, like what sport do you like at a certain age and just like let's, let's focus on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can still do other sport. Like it's good to be, um, cross-sport skills, but yeah. I mean, it's if Sophie wanted to do like it. boxing or like Taekwondo, I'd, I'd be down for that. I think yeah, she'd yeah. be so cute during her little like My series. town here, they're obsessed with Taekwondo. All the kids do Taekwondo here. Yeah. All, yeah. All my students show up in their little outfits. They're adorable. It's mm. the cutest thing. It can be pricey though. I did Taekwondo here about 10 years ago. Like my first yeah. or second year here. I got yeah. as far as an orange belt. And let me tell you, nothing's better than breaking a couple boards with your fist. It's very so we're empowering. Sort of, we sort of going on the subject of raising kids here in Korea, but yeah, in right. Korea, if you don't know, like these kids, they go to school during the day and then they got hug one after hug one after hug one to maybe six o'clock, seven o'clock at night. And they do, I don't know what it's like in your town, but most of them do here, they do Taekwondo, they do piano, then they do maybe a math hug one or a science hug one or an art hug one. And some of them do a ballet hug one. Some of the girls do ballet here. I don't know what type of hug ones your kids go to. So they just do this. This is, I consider this as also babysitting because parents are still at work until six o'clock, five mm-hmm. o'clock, six o'clock. Sometimes yes. grandma is available. So some of those kids get to go home a bit earlier. Right. Uh, I didn't majority realize of them, that. Elementary majority schools. of them yeah. are needing babysitting slash putting into schools to entertain them, train them, give them <laughs> skills. Yeah. 
I think most of it's babysitting. Most <laughs> because schools, I think they end like at twelve o'clock. They're only in school from like yeah. eight to twelve yeah. or nine to twelve. It's like wow. Yeah, like our kindergarten program ends at two. Same. So what what professional job finishes at two? So like they can stay at our school for daycare, which is I don't think it's very expensive, but they can stay for daycare. But a lot of them go on to other hug ones, science, math, like I just said, or taekwondo. Like the girls are doing ballet. Um, yeah. But it's interesting how the raising of kids here. I used to go home at three o'clock and just play. Oh, good for you. No, me too. Especially <laughs> elementary school. <laughs> elementary school, I would do that. Or we'd have to go to not not daycare, but it was kind of those aftercare basic things. Because yeah. again, my parents work. So I would always be like the last kid to get picked up. I'd be the yeah. only one like looking out the window, waiting for my mom to pick me up. Yeah. That was me. What about what's it like getting kids into school here like is your kid do you think your kids are going to go to elementary school here or in america or, um, or we're going the topic. to enroll her yeah we're going to enroll her in uh, in the u.s yeah we'll stay here until she's ready to go to first grade like in australia in some places in some towns you gotta sign your kid up before they're even born to get into some schools like elementary schools yeah so like that in america yeah well we haven't faced that in the u.s oh well no i mean probably maybe private schools most likely, mm-hmm. but even like Audin Egypt's here, mm-hmm. like we got super lucky because I guess not only is there like a list, but you there's like this point system that parents need to have. We got points for one being multicultural family, mm-hmm. and that's basically it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now that we have two kids, Gianna, when he's old enough, he can actually enroll in Sophie school, and the next year Sophie will be going to a different school. She'll be actually going to the school that my wife went to when she was a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- I guess my final question to you, Gia, as you're raising two kids in Korea, what would you say to people that, like a couple that's met here in Korea that about to have a baby, what's the couple tips about having a kid here in Korea? What's some advice do you have? Like maybe two or three tips you got? Well, if you come from overseas, again, if you're in a situation, um, you're going to be okay. I mean, as an American, I remember, I'll just say this now, like, the government will help you because there was a, a low decline in birth rates. Like the fact that we got two kids now, we get we'll have like monthly stipends. Like the government is really a massive decline in population. Massive. I read it today actually. Yeah. The baby count from last year, it was yeah, like it's huge. The mm-hmm. decline of population is massive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you'll get up to again up to a year paternity leave for both yeah, mother and father, awesome. right? <laughs> And you're yeah. just taking care of that. It's unheard of in the U.S. In the U.S., you get yeah. nothing, right? Nothing. The richest country in the world, you get nothing because that's considered socialism, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So, uh, but no, you are in good hands here. Everything's very, very easy. Both my children now, they got their passports, their Korean passports, super yeah. quick. Um, that's all. Take, once you get through all the red tape and all the, the bureaucracy, uh, you're, you're really in good hands. Everything yeah. is, uh, yeah. They even send you a cake. We got a cake for uh giano the government sent yeah. us a cake as a thank you yeah and like a box of like pampers and diapers and some formula and stuff so a lot of goodies packages um mm. but that's it i think korea is again one of the best places to raise a child up to elementary mm. school because once the you're elementary school, awesome yeah yeah it's really nice what and happens I mean, like if you're not working like if you didn't want to teach out what is the health system very quickly like if you and your wife aren't working there must be what what is the health system in Korea? Do you know the health system like the the NHI the health, yeah. health insurance? Yeah, I don't. You have to pay obviously. Yeah. Separate, it would just be private insurance. Everything would be uh, paid out of pocket. But I think um, still it was probably like eighty bucks a month. 
a hundred yeah. bucks, something silly. Back mm-hmm. home, I was paying like five to a thousand bucks a month. A month. A month. I was playing a thousand, and I had a job. I had a thousand dollars a month just for a family package. That's if we even got sick. So twelve thousand dollars a year, I had to pay just to pay it, just to have insurance, not yeah. even including the the copays when visiting the hospitals, not including um, the minimum I had to pay. I think I had to pay like fifteen thousand out of pocket before the insurance can even cover me. Yeah. So, adios, USA. Yeah, travel with health insurance. It's looking about fifty dollars a month. Looks like forty. Oh, that's cute. That's really nice. <laughs> well, I, I think I have to get you have to get it. Yeah, like half of me is like, do I risk it for the biscuit? But no, 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 I gotta get it. I gotta get it. There's so much yeah. crap going on right now. You just gotta get it. I think so. Yeah, that's understandable. Um, but yeah, cool. Thanks, Gio, for sort of giving a little bit of insight to your private life. And yeah. we're talking about raising kids, our father. Uh, I'm excited to see my dad um, in August, uh, November. Yeah, I'm going to see my dad in October. I bought my tickets. I booked yeah. them over uh, over the weekend. So my family and I will be heading home October after two years. So. All right. So see you soon, Dad. Miss you. Follow us on Facebook, 4411, Instagram. We're all there. We're posting more stuff, 4411, Instagram, Facebook, and maybe YouTube too. <laughs> all right. Later, guys. See you guys next week. Goodbye, everybody.